Dan Dickow here for Gonzaga Nation SI, the Gonzaga Nation Media Network. Well, today is one of the greatest days in all of sports. If you're a college basketball fan, this day has been circled on your calendar pretty much since the start of the season because it is Selection Sunday. Sunday, March 12th, where at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 o'clock Eastern, the tournament field will be revealed. It should be uh, an exciting time, a fun time, uh, an interesting time if you're a Gonzaga fan because there's uh, there's not the mystery or the no knowingness that you are a one seed and trying to figure out maybe are we the overall number one? What does our path look like? It's more of an exciting time this year, I think, because Gonzaga has really kind of fought through a lot of uh, you know, challenges throughout the this season. You, you had an incredibly difficult non-conference. You had a really good opponent in the WCC in St. Mary's where you shared the league title with. You had your 75-game home winning streak broken by an upstart LMU team. Um, and you had a lot of outsider perceptions uh, thinking that there was disappointment around this Gonzaga program, where on the flip side, you know, I honestly think this Gonzaga team was overrated coming into the season, um, and they took a couple of those losses. Um, they learned from them. The staff uh, re-implemented many philosophies. They cleaned up a lot of uh, miscues on the defensive end. They they figured out exactly how they want to play on the offensive end of the floor, and they gelled there. And now you're looking at a team that I think – I think as a two seed, more than likely, they will probably get a three seed uh, from the tournament committee. Uh, but I think being a two or a three, it doesn't really matter too much. You know, you're not a one um, in in coming into the tournament with all of the pressure and the hype of being a one seed. So that takes, uh, you know, a little bit of uh, a pressure off their shoulders. But being a two or a three really doesn't matter because you look a two seed in the second round will play a seven or a ten a three seed will play or a six or 11. So with that being said, you're going to play, if you win your first round game, which I anticipate Gonzaga to do, um, you will have a difficult game, whether you're playing a six, seven, 10 or 11, you're, you're going to be playing against a good team. Uh, you're either going to be playing against the kind of a middle of the pack um, power five conference team, or you will be playing against a conference champion um, who probably was undervalued, underseeded, and won their first round game. That's that's typically what one of those uh, seeding seeds would be as. So, um, with the selection show being this afternoon, wanted to get a little bit ahead of it. Show and share my four predictions for who I think the overall number one seeds are. Uh, why I think Gonzaga should be a two, even though I don't think it matters a whole lot if it's a two or a three. Um, and then talk about potentially where they could be. So to me, the four number one seeds, uh, regardless of how today plays out with Alabama, I think Alabama is a one seed. I think Houston, regardless of how today plays out in the American championship game, is a one seed. Uh, now they got Marcus Sasser went down with injury. I haven't heard yet this morning if he will play, um, but I think they're a one seed regardless. Kansas to me is a one seed um, and UCLA, uh, even though they lost to Arizona in the Pac-12 conference tournament title game last night, to me, UCLA is a one seed, but 
I don't think they're as strong a one seed as they could have been with Jalen Clark uh, being out with injury. So um, NCAA tournament committee doesn't always look at injuries and who won't be playing. Um, but if if uh, if they they look at everything that the way that um, I have read and articles have shown um, and they want to be have focused on, they should be the one seed over Arizona, um, Kansas. To me, they're a one seed, even though they're they're ranked. Uh, they beat they were beat by Texas in the Big Twelve title game. Um, they've got a number of losses, but when you look at their schedule, it's unbelievable. A lot of teams hope to get quad one opportunities. Well, of thirty plus games, twenty four games for Kansas were quad one games, and in those they were seventeen and seven. So they're battle tested. They'll be ready to go. Uh, UCLA in those same quad one opportunities were eight and five. Uh, for Gonzaga, they're sitting at the net. They're sitting at six in quad one games. They were six and four, and in quad two, they were perfect five and zero. Oh. So, um, that being their net being that high, the fact that they have a, a winning record in quad one games with limited opportunities uh, is why I have them as a two seed. Um, you know, there's other teams that that could be talked about. UConn being one, Marquette being one, Tennessee. Um, you know, Texas, all teams that are kind of talked about it on that two, two line, three line bubble um, to me. Um, and I know you're not supposed to use the eye test. The selection committee has said they don't use the eye test. Um, but if you were to use the eye test, I don't see how Gonzaga would not be a two. So when you just look at the analytics, I think their quad one wins are good enough. Their strength schedule is good enough. The fact that they've won, um, you know, pretty much every game in the last seven weeks. I think it's a 10-game winning streak, 11-game winning streak going in uh, to the NCAA tournament. Uh, it's a team that, uh, to me, is peaking at the right time of the year. But again, the selection committee doesn't necessarily use that eye test and use the term peaking at the right time. Uh, they they have a, a sheet that they look through, and many of the factors um, that we as fans and analysts would look at isn't always what the selection committee looks at. But that being said, I think Gonzaga is a two seed, but it really doesn't matter much if they're a two or a three seed. Now, what matters most is two things, the region that they're in and then the location that their first round games are in, what's called their pods. So we'll first talk about the pods. Um, you know, I, I think it's important uh, that Gonzaga is as close to Spokane as possible. Um, and those closest to pod opportunities would be in to be in Sacramento or Denver. Um, and, and for reasons that are obvious, their fans can easily travel to those locations as opposed to if they got shipped to Birmingham or Des Moines, Iowa, Orlando, Florida, Albany, New York, Greensboro, North Carolina, Columbus, Ohio. Those were the other six pods are. Um, but, you know, Sacramento, if, if UCLA is a one seed, I would imagine they're there. Um, you know, uh, I, I would imagine if you, if Arizona stays as a possible two seed, they might be in uh, um, Sacramento as well. Um, you know, but then the fact is you could drive to Sacramento from Spokane or anywhere in the Northwest pretty, pretty easily. Denver, it's still drivable as long as you've got enough to, uh, time to prep and plan flights are easy into and out of each of those cities. Um, but I think, you know, Sacramento would be preferable. 
but I don't think they're going to be there based on looking at a number of different bracketologists this week, this weekend. Uh, the more that I look at, the more I'm seeing that Denver is the probable destination. Um, but again, it doesn't matter as much as the, the, the region that they're in because Gonzaga seventh straight sweet 16. I think they've got a legitimate opportunity to move uh, into their eighth consecutive and for Gonzaga and their fan base, I think it would be great if they were in the West region. Now you could be in a pod in Sacramento or Denver, but be in a region that's not in the West. Uh, NCAA has tried to do that as best they can over the last few years is to keep uh, the initial first two games close enough. That's why I think Gonzaga will be Sacramento or Denver, as opposed to being shipped uh, to one of those places a little further East um, but crazier things have happened. Gonzaga's played uh, all over uh, the country in, in the first rounds in years past. But be, because they've been so dominant and because they've been so good over the last seven, eight, ten years, uh, Gonzaga fans have gotten uh, spoiled because they've been in Portland. They've been in Boise. They've been uh, in San Diego. They've been uh, in places that are easy to get to. So we'll see where that uh, pod is and we'll see what the seed is. Um, but again, uh, I think it's most important or would be most beneficial is if Gonzaga were in the West region and then they were able to advance to that Sweet 16. The reason being uh, the West region uh, regional finals are played in Las Vegas this year. So Gonzaga's played in Vegas many times over the years. Uh, this is the first time that the regional finals have been in Las Vegas, but it's a quick, easy trip uh, from pretty much any place on the West Coast to get there. Um, I can only imagine there would be a huge contingent of Gonzaga fans. The other regional finals, uh, and these would be the Sweet 16, the Elite Eight games, which are the, the opportunity to win and advance to the Final Four. Those would be in New York City, Kansas City, as well as Louisville. So obviously there's a big uh, draw to being in the West region. So um, as it sits now, it's not even noon on, on the West Coast. We've got four or five hours left before the selection show i will be back um breaking down gonzaga's first round opponent breaking down gonzaga's possible second round opponent uh as well as the region bracket that they're in and giving some overall thoughts to the ncaa tournament later today so lots of good stuff coming from gonzaga nation si both on the show and the podcast side as well as with our journalists henry kruger and cole forsman so Check us out on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you name it. Check us out. Leave us a comment. Leave us a question. We'll do our best to get back to you. So one of the greatest days in sports is upon us. Can't wait to find out where Gonzaga plays and who in the first round of the NCAA tournament.